Welcome everybody to the third episode of Saddle House Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Evan. We got Matias behind the camera. Hey guys. He's our technician. Uh, Evan, why are you dressed so nicely today? Um, so today we had a formal chapter for uh, our fraternity. Um, so at the first chapter meeting of every month, we have a formal chapter. So everybody gets dressed up. Um, everybody ends up looking real good and fancy at, at, a you know, all the brothers coming together, a bunch of, bunch of handsome young men dressed up. A few moments later. Well, thank you guys so much for your support. We've had like a lot of friends and, uh, people all over supporting us, right, Evan? Absolutely. I've had a lot of my own friends who, um, are really enjoying listening to the podcast and you've mentioned you have a lot of friends who are enjoying yeah. it as well um but yeah really though thank you like i'm so happy that people are enjoying this i'm so happy to be doing this like i think it's so um interesting a lot of people have always told me that they enjoyed hearing me talk about stuff mm -hmm. um people have always said that i was an interesting guy and i felt like this was a good way for me to have that reach a wider audience you know you are very interesting um i found out recently that you're wolverine you heal like two times the speed of other humans if you listen to our second episode you know that evan got in a little accident and he broke his nose and stuff but now it's all like pretty much all healed up but going back real quick to why we do formal chapter and all that kind of stuff um does it happen all the time do we dress like this every time or like, what can you tell us about it? Formal um, so chapter meeting happens every week. Um, we only do formal chapter every month. Um, it's, it's a way for us, uh, partly to practice being informal wear and, and practice formal manners and stuff like that. So that way when we do have like interviews and whatnot, we're prepared for stuff like that. So it's really important skill to have to be professional and to look professional yeah i'd never really uh realized the, po the the power of dressing up people really treat you differently people look at you differently people communicate to you differently you're more confident i personally really enjoy dressing up and stuff um and i really look forward to formal chapter which we have every first monday of the month mm -hmm. yeah um, I think it's a it's really nice. Um, I love I love seeing everybody's cool formal wear. Um, one of our brothers had like a nice cool like blue velvet jacket today. Um, it's very nice. I th I thought that was really cool. Um, I love seeing y'all all dressed up. Y'all look so 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 cute all dressed up. <laughs> Thank you. You guys have themed themed ones, right? Like, I, I'm not able to go because I have class, but um, like, I you know, heard where, that you guys had jersey night or something. Yeah, they did. They had a sports week um, where everybody wore um, sports jerseys and stuff. Um, I personally do not own any sports ball jerseys. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, themed days. We started that new this semester um, because exact, so Evan and I are an exec, and we wanted people to spice things up a little bit you don't have to dress formal every week or wear your letters it could be something fun so we added that new um other than that uh yeah thank you guys for the feedback the first episode we had some feedback that was saying it was a bit too political you know i know we talked about russia ukraine vikings and like 
European colonization and like Africa, Japan and cultures. Um, and we want to let you know that at Satellite House, we'll definitely still have that, but it's not going to be all that. It's going to be fun topics as well. Um, actually, last night we recorded an episode with our first official guest. That's not Matias. I know Matias had a surprise appearance on the second one. <laughs> we'll talk about that. That was soon. fun. Um, we'll talk about that, about that in a bit. Um, last night, but we had a guest. Her name was Angela and oh, Evan. Oh, it was such a good episode. It flowed really well. Um, Angela's so interesting. She's such a, a fun person. She's got she a very is. like lively personality. Her positivity is so infectious. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm usually kind of a more sedate, like chill kind of person. But mm-hmm. even, you are. But even I was like kind of she she she's very much like a pump up the jam kind of yeah, person. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like exactly. she's 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 fun. She was almost like the perfect first guest. But unfortunately, I was editing the files today, and the whole entire episode got corrupted. Yeah. So tragic. It ruined my day today. I was just in a bad mood the entire day. But um, Big rip. Big rip. Yes, sir. And we're rep- recording a replacement episode, so that way you people, the viewers, forward slash listeners, can continue to get your Satellite House content, because we're here for you yeah and we we're gonna try to reschedule with angela again and re-record because that was such an interesting conversation that i think all of you will enjoy yeah i agree Mm -hmm. moving on though evan i know you wanted to talk about how fraternities are run similar to governments what can you share about that so i can only speak for for what i observe in my own chapter but personally i imagine our fraternity a little bit like a parliamentary democracy where the general chapter membership um, sort of mimics uh, a parliament and the executive council sort of mimics like the prime minister in their cabinet. Um, I don't think that it's a close enough comparison to American democracy to really um, say that it's it's the same as that because we don't have as much separation of powers as there is in an American democracy. Um, for example, our president is elected by the chapter, but they themselves are a member of the chapter. Whereas, like the president is elected, the president of the United States is elected by the people, but is not a member of Congress, right? So I feel like. We're a little bit more like a British democracy in that sense that, you know, legislative and executive branches are sort of one in the same. Um, but we also don't have an independent judiciary or at least not, not any documents that secure it. Um, because I, I'm, I'm the frat judge, uh, I'm, I'm standards board chairman. So that's, that's the sort of person who's, um, like the Supreme Court justice, right? But I'm also, again, part of the general chapter. So I'm, I'm part of the legislature. And you would never see a Supreme Court justice be part of Congress in America. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I find it fascinating that we have all the same sort of functions as a government, um, just, you know, without any of the checks and balances that go along with uh the united states government right i have something to say because i'm also an exec 
mm-hmm. but I will talk about what I do in the frat right after this quick break. A few moments later. <laughs> no, you're good, and we're back. So we were just talking about fraternity, and uh, your position was kind of like the judge of the fraternity. Yeah. And my position is a secretary, mm-hmm. and you've told me that the closest representation in the U.S. government it would be White House chief of staff. Yeah. By responsibilities. Yeah, I think so. But I like to call myself like the secretary of state, but that's only the closest by name. But in reality, mm-hmm. my work is very, very grunt like. I'm mm-hmm. in charge of membership management, taking notes, taking attendance, mm-hmm. uh, filing reports to uh, nationals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. initiating new members. And if they do become an active brother of the fraternity, then I would be uh, submitting that to nationals as well. Yeah. Um, we, I just had this idea earlier um, when we do elections is the fact that if we uh, have a large chapter, each fam will have a nomination for that position. So, for example, Evan, what which fam are you in? Imperial fam. And then Matthias? I'm in Ranger fam. Ranger fam? Uh, what can you tell me about Ranger fam? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, uh, well, I, I, I... Wait, were you done with your, with your thought about the whole... Like, I'm not done, but you can oh, talk. I, I mean, you know, the Ranger fam, I, I, I'm in the Ranger fam, and, like, I've been in it since the very beginning. I mean, for several years... It's not like you can switch, I guess, but like I've I've been active for a minute, and honestly, it's kind of weird being um, the only one left. My uh, my big's gone, uh, the rest of my family's gone, and they didn't pick up either. Yeah, and I uh, there was a period of time in the past few years that I had to become inactive, so I wasn't even involved. Yeah, and uh, um, you know it wouldn't have been entirely all by myself. Uh, there, uh, Evan actually used to be in the Ranger fam. Wait, Evan, I didn't know this. You left Ranger Fam? Yeah, no, he's... So... Why don't you tell a little bit about that? Okay, so at the time that I initiated, I was the last person in Ranger Fam because my my big left, and Matthias was inactive at the time. I didn't even know he existed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I came back. And so, um... So... I decided I was going to make my own fam. Wow, look Pure, at you. Purely just because I, I, I didn't like the sound of the name Ranger. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, I totally could have stuck with it and made it what I wanted to. But I was like, I want to come up with a cool name. So, and Because I was the last person. And I was mm-hmm. like, so I can do what I want. Yeah. And I did what I wanted. And I made my own, my own fam called Imperial Fam. Why did you call it Imperial Fam? Um, because... I have a great admiration for historical monarchies. Imperialism? Uh, yeah. You believe in monarchies? Yeah. So for those that aren't into Greek life or know how fams work, like how is a fam created? How do new members join fams? Um, what does fam stand for? So a, a fam is just short for family. Um, and every, every member, when they initiate they get picked up by uh, a big who is like their their big brother mm-hmm. in the case of a fraternity and and a big is like a mentor yeah they're supposed to be your mentor your like closest friend somebody that you can turn to for advice and for help um and anything. yeah literally, literally anything yeah and and your big's fam gets passed down to you mm-hmm. so um so like i have littles that 
they inherited the Imperial fam name because of me, because I picked them up because I'm their big. Um, now, obviously, I picked up... When I first joined, I picked up Ranger fam because my big was in Ranger fam. Mm-hmm. I never got to know my big because COVID hit mm-hmm. and we all went virtual and he graduated that same semester mm-hmm. and no, no shade on him. You know, like I, I fully understand, you know, I, and I don't, I don't resent him for it. That's, that's just life. You know, yeah. that's just what happens. Um, but I was the last person in, in, in Ranger fam at the time. And I just thought, why not make something my own? You know? Yeah. You were right in solo. <laughs> yeah, I really was. So there's a running joke in the fraternity that Matthias is a Lone Ranger. And you know there's a movie or there there's a movie about it, right? Lone Ranger. Yeah. That's where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. So Matthias is literally the Lone Ranger, but um in the Ranger Something fan. that happened in Chapter today was we announced who's getting picked up. I'm not going to say who, but you know who it is and stuff. Uh, so you'll no longer be the Lone Ranger. What's funny is a few moments later. I know this no, but you basically ended up being the Lone Ranger again. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I can like speak a little on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, so, so, so this is, it was my first time ever in my in my membership so far in Pikeify where I've actually been able to have the opportunity to even have a little, and I was so excited. I I I picked I picked up a really uh, a nice young guy. In, uh, nice young guy yeah i'll, I'll, I'll guy. save his name for another day uh, maybe he'll come on maybe he won't we'll see maybe um but uh regardless i was really excited and i, and I picked him up and then we you know hung out we we i got to, we got to know each other really well before and after the uh when like the whole thing uh was let out all the info on that and then the uh just this past year like this past semester I, like he told me that like hey like he was like hey I actually don't think I'll be able to stick around for outside reasons, and uh, and I was like, dang, really? Like that's that's a bummer. But I do understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, do, you, you got other stuff, and I totally get that. However, now because of this, uh, I just I just happen to now be alone again. I happen to be You're back the Lone to Ranger. L- Lone Ranger again. I started as Lone Ranger, now ended as Lone Ranger. But now I'm so excited to actually have another another person in my family. I think that's kind of cool, though. Like you're the only one in your family. You're starting something new. Like Evan did it. The thing with my fam is there's so many people. I love that. But one other thing is there's so many of us. Like uh, I guess there's no no. I'm down to foster someone. <laughs> I think kind of uh, one of the things that, you know, fams are really supposed to be about, or at least my understanding of it when I joined was that they're all supposed to be little subsets of different cultures, mm-hmm. um, you know, so maybe one fam is the sort of like outdoorsy sporty fam, and another one is maybe the sort of like video games playing kind of guys, and you know, maybe one's the the kind of guys who are like they love to go out to clubs or mm-hmm. like, you know, there, there's they were all supposed to be like little subsets of culture within the fraternity, or at least that's how I understood it. Um, what did you you want your fam to? What your culture was for your fam? So the way I envisioned it, first of all, is that it would be the the gay fam. Um, to that. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Good for you. I fully envisioned it as just being a bunch of homosexuals <laughs> and bisexuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, so far you've been doing a great job uh, <laughs> at, at having a whole like fam of of homosexuals. It's not going to be like that though. No, mm-hmm. I mean, sh- um, you know, one of your littles is is not uh, is not gay. Yeah, he doesn't identify as gay, but he is lovely. I love him. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, no, keep going though. Um, another thing I really wanted, or I really hoped for, um, would was that we would all be, um sort of like sophisticated gentlemen who uh, maybe enjoyed the finer things in life. Um, You know, maybe we were the sort of people who instead of drinking like Pink Whitney and like Stella Rosa, we would be the sort of people who drink like Grey Goose and wine. Wine. Yeah. I know that you're a real uh, wine, uh, wine fanatic. I am. I am a. I'm a bit of a wino. Um, enthusiast. Yeah, a wine enthusiast. If you if you want to be polite, a wine enthusiast. If you want to be mean, a wino. Either way, it's still it's all true. <laughs> yeah, I, I do enjoy a good glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my definitely like my favorite varietals are like for reds Pinot Noir and for whites Riesling. Um, Riesling Ooh. is a really sort of interesting one because it's from Germany and a lot of people don't think of it when they typically think of a, of a wine. We usually don't think about Germany when we think about wines, mm-hmm. so it's kind of an interesting one. That's interesting. Um, what can you tell me about Pinot Noir? So uh, Pinot Noir is the lightest of the red wines. Um, so it's it's sort of a medium-bodied wine. It's not heavy. Um, you might have a pinot noir with like chicken or pork no um no beef or or anything like that that was that's too heavy um it's it can be pretty fruity it's it's like i said it's pretty light it's it's just a nice um it's good to drink in like fall Mm. um it's not like a winter wine. Like if you want to like a winter wine, like go for a Cabernet because it's nice and heavy and cozy and, and comforting. Um, uh, whereas I feel like a Pinot Noir is still like a little bit refreshing. Um, it's not necessarily so, so like full, you know, it's not going to make your, it's not going to make you feel as bloated, I guess. Um, like, or another good uh, another good red wine varietal is um, Tempranillo, which is from Spain, um, and it's excellent to make sangria with. Um, highly recommend uh, Campo Viejo uh, Tempranillo from Rioja in Spain. That's a really good Rioja. Damn, yeah, that was a lot of big words. It's a lot of a lot of Spanish words uh, for for anybody who likes wine and likes Spanish wine especially. One big myth of wine that I recently found out was I always thought that the older the wine, the better. But that's not always the case, is it? Not necessarily. Um, some wines are produced and they're meant to be drank very soon after they're produced. In fact, most wines are. It's very rare that you find a wine that is designed to be aged. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it? those sorts of wines are going to be ones where they come from a very prestigious vineyard. Um, they have a lot of terroir. 
um, and they're the complexities of the wine will sort of come out over time. It might soften some of the subtle, uh, it might soften some of the more harsh qualities of the wine into a more subtle and palatable flavor. Um, but most wines are designed to be drank. Man, all this wine talk has me excited for Wine Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, oh, that is another thing. I totally do Wine Wednesdays. Every every Wednesday, I host an event mm-hmm. at our chapter house. Um, for se- for several months now, you've been doing this. Yeah, I have. I've been doing it. We for took a, a little while. break. We did take a little break in the yeah. middle. Um, I've done white wines i've done red wines i've done rosés i've done sparkling wines this week i'm probably gonna do maybe california reds or california whites somebody asked for white wines so maybe i'll do uh california whites or i might do washington whites yeah um because i really like riesling and they don't grow riesling in california let's talk about that for a second because i love your wine wednesdays i love the fact that you give us the history of the wine where it's from how you're supposed to drink it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do you taste or smell it first? What do you smell? And then everybody shares. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, one idea I have is, but after we do all that, like everybody just chills and talks, which is fine, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. How do you feel about maybe like an activity in the middle of it? Let's brainstorm for a little bit. Um, maybe like poker. I think definitely having some kind of uh, like... Some kind of game would be fun. I think it would be cool if we had, like, um, if anybody w- wanted to contribute to bring stuff for, like, a charcuterie board, that would be really yeah. cool. Um, I think it would be really nice to, um, you know, kind of do some some sort of stuff like that. Again, something a little bit more elegant and sophisticated. Um if I really wanted to just turn it into an entirely classy night, I could say maybe we'll... <laughs> Nobody would do this, but we could, cool. like, write poetry or read poetry. <laughs> you know what they would do? They would uh, rap battle, like, freestyle. <laughs> yeah, they would rap battle in the house, in the living room. We got to do a segment later on um, when some of the other rappers come. <laughs> Matias rap. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Do you just like hearing me rap? I do. It's, it's great. It's great. You're, you're good at it. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> appreciate that. I, yeah. I guess uh, relative to a couple of the guys, I know a lot of the, like, there's a couple of those guys that, that we've already uh, had yeah. some uh, some opportunities to, to rap with. Yeah. And uh, so far, uh, there's there's uh, there's definitely a couple of them that are really good. They just, just throw bars after bars. <laughs> They just keep going. I think you're definitely more like a humor rapper. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're you de- say some funny stuff. Yeah, he's definitely like a comedy rapper. Comedy. Yeah. But it, it rhymes and it works. Like so, Ray William Johnson? Yes, I love that guy. That's the OG. <laughs> you did that one. A few moments later. Yeah, you actually did a lot of rapping at at the Slow Trip. Really? Yeah, yeah you, you did. At the pi- other PiCap house. Yeah. Yeah, and I know we touched a lot on it. In episode in two. In episode two. Yeah. Um, But Evan just... You had a great point about the deli we we talked about, High Street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought this was a sort of interesting thing that I just thought of. Because uh, Jason has a sticker from High Street Deli on his uh, water bottle. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought it made me think about how... Yeah, that's a sticker um, right there. It says High Street. 
In Slow, it's called High Street Deli, and I think it, it might have actually been on a street called No, High yeah, street. it was on High Street, yeah. Um, but it just made me think about how in the United Kingdom, a high street is sort of like a main street in America, in like small town America, hmm. where like main street has all the shops and it's like a little downtown shopping area. That's what they call, that's what they call that in Britain, a high street. So high street is like your your where you would buy stuff. Oh, so uh, like the, a like a high street, like a busy street is what, is what you mean. Sort of. No, it's they they'll call it a high street. It's it, like because they don't they don't do malls. Malls are not a thing in the United Kingdom. So so everyone goes into those shops. So everybody, yeah, everybody goes into the, the, like the the street will just be lined with with all the shops that maybe you would find in a mall, but it, that's that's a high street. Um. Oh hey, and like instead of oh hey, uh, are you going to the mall? It's like oh hey, are you going to High Street? Um, I don't know if you say once you get down to the High Street. Yeah, I think I think people would say like, oh, I've been shopping on the High Street, and you know, I've I've gone to the shops on the High Street and had and bought this and that, you know, that that sort of thing. Like, it's yeah. Whenever you're talking about Britain and stuff. Feel free to use your British accent. <laughs> Guys, Evan has an excellent English accent. I'm a master of impressions. Yeah. Um, the, the British accent is purely one of one of the accents that is... Uh, it's very sad, I think, that I've actually fooled English people into thinking that I was English. But I think it definitely fools Americans. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Do you like listen to a lot of documentaries like uh, Edward Ad- Ad- Edinburgh or something? Like, <laughs> David Edinburgh. Yeah, I Adenborough. love that guy. He is so, he's got such a great voice. Is that, is that where you get the voice from? Is that? No, I, I, I watched a lot of British television growing up as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of like the, the childhood shows that I watched, like when I was really, really little, like Peppa Pig. Did you watch? Peppa? <laughs> you it watch wasn't, Peppa it wasn't out when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Another one. Another one. Um, but like you know, I, I watched a lot of British television, so I, I grew up really young hearing British people talk. So I think that's part of why it comes so naturally to me. Um, I also just have a really great admiration for British people. So mm-hmm. I think, like the the exposure that I've had because I choose to expose myself to British to British content um, definitely makes that. Very if easy. you're a listener and you're in Britain, please let us know how you think of. Um Evan's British accent is on a scale of one to ten. Ooh, you yes. know, maybe we could get a maybe we could actually have a review in person from a Brit that we happen to know. <laughs> we know some Brits we, here we at actually, San Jose State. Yeah, the, you know, we actually have an international house here where we uh, accept a lot of a lot of people coming on an, on the exchange yeah. program we have here, and um, you know, we've gotten to meet several br- uh, British students, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. men and women. Mm-hmm. They they certainly love coming to our parties. Oh, they do. They love it. And, and we um, love them. They're great to talk yeah, to. Oh, yeah. I, I'm oh, yeah. surprised, Evan, that you haven't uh, gotten closer with uh, with with, uh, with some of them. <laughs> um, I I will shout out uh, one person who I know is listening in Southampton, um, in England. Um, shout out to you, my favorite British listener so far. Um, Thank you, British listener. <laughs> Look at us. We got like we're multinational. <laughs> <laughs> we're everywhere thank you for your support and listening to us yes southampton yeah she loves our podcast thank you so much we appreciate that uh speaking of britain and all that stuff evan you're not just an admiration for like british culture and all that which i think is very unique about you like most americans most people here at our school or in our chapter don't know about that kind of stuff 
which is very in line and consistent with your personality, right? You founded Imperial Fam because you wanted to be sophisticated and talk about wine and like drink wine and charcuterie boards. But you're also very uh, knowledgeable about European culture and stuff. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um, I know more, definitely more than the average American knows about European culture and history. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't claim to be an expert by any means, um, but I do know more than the average American would. Um, I think some of my, some of the countries I know the most about are obviously England, um, but also Germany and Norway and Sweden. I know a bit about those as well. Yeah, you've been to all those countries, of course. No, I have not. I have not been to Sweden or Germany. Oh, okay. You've never been to Germany? I have mm-hmm. not been to Germany. I really want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to go to Munich. Um, I'd love to go to Berlin. Um, I think those would be really cool places to go. Evan, did you know that, that in Munich is where the original... Um, that's where the original Oktoberfest... Uh, yes, I'm, I'm very oh. well aware. Um, that's part of why I want to go to Munich. <laughs> to, yeah, to I drink go. some uh, some uh, Malzins. Malzin? I don't I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. I'm sorry, German listeners. Uh, I'll just drink a um, pint of whatever. I'll just keep drinking the pints that they give me <laughs> of whatever they have. I'm sure it's great. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll have a good time. Uh, the traditional. It's. I'll, I'll say it the the American way. Yeah. The, the Marzen is the traditional Oktoberfest beer. Um, it's brewed in March, which is why it's called. Mazen. Oh. Um and it's ready by October. Or actually Oktoberfest it takes place in September. So it's ready by September. What does Oktoberfest celebrate? The fall harvest, I think. Okay. I don't know enough about that. Yo, <laughs> German yeah. listeners, please tell me what Oktoberfest and, is really and, for because yeah. I know it's not just to drink. And does everybody just, is it one day or a couple days? Everybody it's, just it's like, wasted. It's like, it's, a, it's like two weeks. Um, they only do it in Bavaria, which is uh-huh. in south, like the southeast part of Germany. Uh-huh. Um, it's like right on the border with Austria. That's yeah. kind of the only place that they really do it. Like if you go to like Berlin or Hamburg... Or, like, somewhere like that. They're not going to do it there. They only do it in Munich. Um, and it's huge. Um, Apparently, I, I, I talked with some of the, you know, on top of the uh, British, like, students that we met. There's also, like, uh, um, some Russian students that we met as well. I mean, sorry, a Russian and, and, and German as well. That um, uh, that I, I, asked them, I asked them if they uh, were into... Like if the locals were into Oktoberfest as much as everyone says as uh, like makes it out to be, and they said not at all. They said it's a completely tourist activity. That in Munich only only the people in Munich really celebrate it, but everywhere else that if you go anywhere else outside of Munich, you're definitely gonna only be around tourists. I've heard of that too. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um, but that's that's why you have to go to Munich because that's where the real. Oktoberfest is right I'll, that's i'll go with you i'll go with you oh yeah i want to go oh yeah we got uh, we went to an Oktoberfest, a little small one here in uh campbell, campbell last year yeah, uh, yeah that was super fun we were the street the downtown was closed off so mm-hmm. it was the whole main street or high street they'll call it in britain <laughs> and 
it was a bunch of vendors. There was a lot of German beers. There was mm-hmm. a lot of bratwurst. There was a lot of um. They had German music holes, and German stuff. Music. Yeah. It was it was a great vibe, and we were drinking. Oh, it was it was, it was amazing. Took it, the VTA. Yeah, we, t- we oh, it was so easy. We just took the VTA to get there. So simple. No no worrying about driving or parking or any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It was so simple and easy, and it was a great trip. And everybody had a blast. Everybody who got to go. Oh, that's amazing. It sounds so fun. Yeah, I mean that that stuff was is the reason I think my favorite part of joining a fraternity is like those opportunities where you go with your friends or your brothers and go to Oktoberfest together, St. Patrick's Day, go there together, right, and just mm-hmm. have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm really looking forward uh, to whatever we can do next. Um, yeah. I'm I'm probably going to be looking for some more events around here. Um, we were going to do that wine walk, but that happened to coincide with our spring break trip. So, um, I'm going to have to plan a different event. Um, I was so close to actually spending money on that. (laughs) God, I'm, I'm very sorry. I totally did not even think about the dates. No, no, it's okay. I I definitely like, uh, that's why actually I immediately texted you when I got my paycheck because I knew that I just needed to like make sure that we're still going. And then once you said like, we're not going, um, I was just like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll just use the, that money for whatever. Yeah. I spent so much money these this past week in spring break. Yeah, I think um, there there was there was a lot of things, a lot of food that was expensive, but it was good food. Mm-hmm. Like, high street. Yeah, high street. Are we <laughs> ever gonna stop talking about? I'm high not street? gonna. No I'm weird. literally repping high street right You're now. Not, I'm wearing their beanie. He's not gonna stop talking about high street. He loves it. Please, yeah, they please. are good sandwiches. Um, please open a location in San Jose. I feel like that would get rid of the magic. What are you talking about, dude? You gotta keep it local. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, special thing is like San it's Jose. In, <laughs> it's in slow. You know, like it's part of that ma- slow magic. I don't think More there's okay. anything wrong with uh, spreading into like other parts of California. I think, like, obviously, like, do I want it to be a nationwide chain? Like, hell no. That then absolutely you would lose the magic. But like, yeah. I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like having a regional chain is okay. I think you can you can still get away with having quality in in the scale of like a regional chain. I I, I would have to disagree. I'm sorry because okay. the bigger you get, the farther you. You're a business major. You know this. Yeah, I know your supply chain. Supply chain and How quality control. It? Because like. The thing is, High Street has two locations, right? One in Slow and one in um, Los, Los Osos. Osos. They're literally like 15 minutes apart. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty sure fa- High Street is family-owned. So the owners or whoever, they could do everything in one day. They're right next to each other, you know? And they keep the quality tight. Whereas if you open a location in San Jose, which is three, mile, three, three hours away, that's going to complicate things a bit. I know it's still close, but in my opinion, like, just keep it... As is. And it has been since 1929 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Look at your water bottle. <laughs> what does the water bottle say? It, it just says High Street Deli. Oh, I thought, I thought it would say the year. I thought it would say the year. I'm pretty sure. Does it say it, the year? Yeah, I don't know. It does not. That's crazy. Yeah. Dang. I totally expected it to say the year on there. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, we've been talking for a minute now about a lot of cool things. I actually really want to hear more about uh, about your thoughts on the High Street uh, like high street sandwiches and their kind of chain uh, that they might have. Um, but for right now, let's go take a break. Yeah, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. We'll be back after Thanks, this. Hello, and welcome back. And we're back, yeah. 
I wanted to segue to pizza because I have a pizza hot take. What's your hot take, Jason? I think pepperoni pizza is overrated. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a hot take. How and why? Please do explain. I think the aftertaste is not that good. I think there's better options out there. What do you think is a better pizza? Hawaiian pizza. Mm. Margarita pizza. Mm-hmm. I just think that pepperoni, it's its overrated. Everybody loves it. Everybody gets it. It's their to-go option. And I'm just like, I actually prefer cheese pizza over pepperoni pizza. Really? Yeah. Maybe because I didn't really grow up on it because I grew up in an immigrant family. Mm-hmm. Do they not have a, Do they not have pepperoni pizza? No, it's just that we never ordered pizza. My parents are super Asian. What, um, what, what does that mean? So ordering takeout pizza was not a thing. Like we would have pizza like maybe like once every two months oh you know? what what if you like uh bought like a frozen pizza was that a thing no heck no so we would when, when when we would order pizza it would never be pepperoni or cheese right because asian parents like value so they would go for the like, combination or get all the toppings right you want to get your values <laughs> worth with the bell peppers black olives and like all kinds of crap uh-huh. sausages or whatever it would never just be cheese and pepperoni so maybe that has to be part of it because i do know a lot of it comes from nostalgia. Mm. You know, you're watching cartoons and then eating pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just my hot take. I know people are going <laughs> to disagree with me everybody's, hard on that one. Everybody's going to roast you for yeah. that. And the fact that I like Hawaiian pizza. Oh, I love a Hawaiian pizza. So I'm fully on board with you. If you don't like Hawaiian pizza, I'm sorry. But both of both of the podcast hosts The combination love it. of sweet and savory Sweet and savory, first of all, matches very well together, and that's what you get from a Hawaiian pizza. Absolutely. I think it's the same concept as, like, teriyaki sauce on chicken, right? Like, teriyaki sauce is kind of sweet, and you put it on the chicken, and that's savory. And, like, sweet and savory go together in all kinds of different contexts. Mm -hmm. I feel like it it would be a lie to say, like, oh, something sweet doesn't belong with something savory. Like, no, that's a that's a big, fat lie. Yeah, we're probably making some of our listeners very hungry right now. <laughs> and I'm just saying, another hot take, Samajis is not that good. If you do plan on going Samajis, do yourself a favor. Walk one minute around the corner. Go to San Carlos Pizza. They have the superior pizza. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with that. And it's cheaper. Um, yeah. I will say... Sammy G's is good for other things, just not the pizza. Like what? Well, well, yeah, what is Sammy G's good for? He's us. Like, oh, they're good for other things. You, you gotta uh, like, they have tater tot nachos, and those are really good. Tater tot nachos? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. They, they call them tachos, and they're very good. They're very tasty. Highly recommend. But like... Ta- you said tachos? That's what they call them. Okay. Um, they do a good Greek salad, too. Um, they do some, like... <laughs> How much have you eaten at Sammy G's to know that so, the Greek salad tastes good? So my my first <laughs> no. my first semester at SJSU, I ate there a lot. Like I ate there like three times a week because <laughs> why? That's like quite a bit of time yeah. per week. So I I didn't have a meal plan what? and I didn't want to cook. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a person who likes to cook. I know hot takes like, ooh, I don't like to cook. Ooh. Um, <laughs> if but, you know anything about Evan, is that he? I do. Not like I don't. I do not yes. like to cook. Um, a lot of people don't. So, but I, and, I don't, and I don't. Sammy G's was close. Sammy G's was the closest restaurant to where I I lived, which was on campus. And so I tried different things, but I didn't always want a pizza. 
So I tried a lot of different things from their menu. And one of the things that I liked the most was the Greek salad. Um, just because I like the addition of like Kalamata olives that they have in it. Whereas like a lot of salads will omit the Kalamata olives because they think that people don't like the sort of like salty, savory, bitter taste. Greek salads don't have lettuce, right? Traditionally. Mm, traditional Greek salads do not. This yeah. one does because yeah. it's not traditional. Okay. But... Yeah. Yeah. Going. I have one final thing to say about pizza. Okay. I think people that love, and I mean love pepperoni. Mm-hmm. are the same people that think pineapple should not go on pizza. I think they're the, on the same boat. They're the same people. You're probably right about that. Like people who are like really passionate pepperoni yeah. lovers are probably the same people who dislike. Matthias, would you say you're one of those people? Uh, I'm actually a hybrid. Um, I'm actually, I right, actually... You're a hybrid. I'm a sativa. He's an indica. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I am definitely an indica. I love to take naps. Oh, I'm a sativa. <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit of both. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm saying I'm like a hybrid in the sense of like, I like Hawaiian pizza and I like pepperoni pizza. I, I think that, okay. that yeah. pineapple does belong on pizza. And I think uh, just to comment on you, your guys' situation, you guys haven't even pointed out the fact that you guys are of the minority of people that like pineapple on their pizza. That's true. We are. Yeah. Wait, it's a minority? Minority? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a huge minority. But of you, but you know what? I don't think that that's really the truth. I think that's just the way that social media makes it out to be. Yeah, because I think a lot of people on social media they only dislike pineapple on pizza because social media tells them that to they're fit supposed in to like and that. like yeah. be popular. There's like the social pressure. Yeah, yeah, and not like, not go against the popularity. The status mm-hmm, quo. Mm-hmm. The status it's, quo. Yeah, it, it's like it, it's like when people. Ooh, never mind. I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, no, say it. I'll cut it out. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say it, and you're gonna you're gonna cut it out. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see what you say. Yeah. It's like when you say something, like when you say a hot take on Twitter, and you know you're gonna, and like you get canceled for it. So you don't say it because you know that you'll get canceled, right? It's the same thing. Like if you say that you like pineapple on pizza, you'll get canceled in a way, for for liking the pineapple on pizza because it's against the majority opinion. Keep going though. What what is your hot take? No, I mean like it, it's I don't I don't have a hot take. I just mean like on Twitter when you say something that Twitter doesn't agree with, you get chastised for it. And I feel like the same thing happens when you say I like pineapple on pizza. You get chastised for liking pineapple on pizza, even though in reality oh. it's just a topping. Like grow up, people. It is just a topic. People like, like to talk about this all the time, like right, like oh, it's hot dog a sandwich. I'm just like, okay, you could talk about that, but honestly, it's not that interesting to talk about. Uh, you could debate about it. Personally, at the end of the day, it's not going to make a difference. At the end of the day, hot dog is not a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, wrong. I'm right. But 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 is a hot dog a taco? No, shut up. Shut up, bro. Okay, like, yeah, hot dog is for sure a taco. No, it's definitely a hot taco. Hot dog's a hot dog. Would you see that a that a calzone is a burrito? Yeah, a calzone is no, kind of it's like an Italian burrito. Stop it. You're gonna get rid of words. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spe- speaking of food, Matias, you have a hot take with lasagna. So what's what's your hot take with that? Oh my hot take. I, I didn't have necessarily my hot take, but I'd like to ask you guys uh, okay. about yours as hot takes, about the, the answer to the question. Um that is so if you cut a lasagna, a cooked lasagna or baked lasagna, uh, and, and you put that half on top of the other half, 
is that now one lasagna or is that still two slices just put on each other? I have questions. Okay, go for is it. Is the lasagna eaten? Is it leftovers or like how's it untouched? Does it matter? It yeah. matters. Okay, so honestly, I'm kind of curious to see both answers then. <laughs> if it's like not leftovers, say that you combine two of them before anybody's eaten anything or taken anything out, I think it's one of lasagna. Okay, okay. And then and then uh, the other one? The um, if it's like not leftovers, then it's like two different lasagnas in one lasagna dish. What would you say yours is, Evan? I definitely think it's one lasagna. Um, I think it's a big, tall-ass lasagna. Like if you cut a lasagna in half, right, and you put the halves in, they they it. If the borders line up, right. If the if the shapes line up and it's they like there's no visible like edges. Like if you couldn't tell that they were two pieces on top of each other, they're definitely one lasagna, because a lasagna is just layers of pasta and sauce and meat and cheese, right? So you've just put more layers of pasta and sauce and meat and cheese on top of more layers, right? So it's the same thing. It's still a lasagna. So to me, it's one big, tall-ass lasagna. I fully agree with Evan. I think it's literally one just big lasagna. Even if it's eaten. Even if it's partly eaten. I'm going to disagree on that, but okay, fair enough. All right. (laughs) I have a question. Does lasagna make you guys shit? Dude, sorry. <laughs> like, does it make you shit? Like, all dude, food every, makes you shit. Like, yeah, what? Okay, yes, but like shit, as in like, does it give me diarrhea? Is that I what you're asking? I wouldn't say diarrhea. I would say like the midpoint, right? Like, or makes your like stomach a little bit like ta- like Taco Bell. Is this yes, like <laughs> like a Taco Bell or like a uh, what else makes gives you the shits? Uh, uh, nicotine. Don't do that. Coffee. <laughs> Coffee's. Oh a, uh, yeah, yeah. Coffee makes you poop. Yeah. So it, it, it does the lasagna give you the same effects for you guys? No. Matthias? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, okay. Coffee, coffee drinks, energy drinks. Lasagna? Not lasagna. Okay, because lasagna does it for me. Lasagna does it for you? Yeah, a, a lot of Western food actually. Because again, I'm gonna bring up the fact that I'm an immigrant. I'm Asian. Hmm. Again, uh, I grew up on a lot of rice and stuff. Um, and I guess my body's just not used to it. So most of the time, if I eat lasagna, I I'm not gonna say I get diarrhea, but I will get like the midpoint. Mm, you know mm-hmm. like it, it it makes you just have to go yeah yeah it makes you have to go exactly like usually after i eat like i probably don't have to poop for another like 10 hours or something <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm the sort of person who like i kind of always have to poop like right after yeah I you do like <laughs> any meal any if i eat like a big meal i have to poop like that that's it I, i'm just i'm gonna have to is, what does that mean we need to get a doctor in here because i don't know anything about that what does that say about your body I think what it so from what I understand, if you have to poop right after, it means that you have a fast metabolism, which I think is bullshit because I'm a fat whore. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that, but not not the fat whore part. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> fast metabolism usually means that you you're skinny, you're a fit dude or whatever. Like usually, people with that body type says they have fast metabolism. Yeah. So I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. Mm -hmm. I doubt it. Mm -hmm. Um, I could just have a fast metabolism and just still eat way too much. I feel bad for for, for people like that, that after every meal, you have to go poop. I had a roommate that was like that. After literally every meal, he had to, even in the restaurant, he would have to go right to the bathroom right after. Like, that's got to be annoying. You know what I mean? It is annoying. Um, I know because that's me. (laughs) 
So so after every meal, so you must go to the restroom like three times a day plus. You know what? Sometimes I don't even eat three meals a day. Um, like I never get up in time for breakfast. <laughs> That's so crazy. So that means that like within like I say like hour, on average twenty minutes after eating it and then digest through your body, you I have to go. No, I think. See, the thing is, I don't I don't think that it's that it digests in twenty minutes. I think it's that like it pushes the what was already digested from the previous meal oh like because realistically it it takes food like 36 hours to digest wait it it takes 36 hours to fully digest to go through your small intestines and your large intestine yeah yeah it takes a long time it doesn't it's not quick i mean for everybody everybody's digestive system's different so like who am i to say that you're unhealthy or i'm unhealthy or whatever you know what i mean only all human only, only a medical professional can tell us. Exactly. That can diagnose us. Let's go see a gastroenterologist. You know, uh, every man has something. They're, they, they have, every man has one fear in common. I'm not <laughs> saying like... What's, what's that fear? A prostate exam. Yes, a prostate exam. And oh I believe... Oh my God. Around your 50s or 60s, something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a little yeah. surprise present. Yeah. You, you, you know, every every straight male, I would say. No, I'm afraid of that too. You're afraid of that too. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that. Yeah, that that was that was not not good choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was not good. <laughs> well, you we shouldn't feel alone. I mean, all of us will have to go through it at some point. Well, I'm hoping that by the time I am that age, so I'm 23 right now. So by the t- so 30 more years or so, mm-hmm. hopefully they'll invent some kind of nanobots. <laughs> they can check your butthole well, i, w- I would imagine like by that point maybe they'll just have some kind of spectroscopy um that they can do without putting anything inside of you you know like they can just do some 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 kind of external imaging um sort of like an x-ray or an mri or something like that something yeah. similar but not exactly the same yeah so to make that obsolete i, I totally get what you mean a few moments later this is great content guys Oh yeah, oh, it, this is absolutely fantastic no, content. I'll put that out. Everybody loves to hear about uh, <laughs> prostate, prostate exams. exams. Um, thank you, listeners, for listening to our uh, prostate exam uh, conversation. How's you? How's your head doing? How, how's how are you doing, Evan? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm healing really well. Um, Show us your face, Evan. Like you can't even see it. Look at the you, camera. You literally can't even look tell. right in the camera. This camera right here. You literally can't even tell. There's a little red spot, but it, it just looks like you're blushing right now. That that was less. Today's Wednesday. It happened on Thursday, so literally like four like days ago. Like a week ago, later. Not even a week. It's Almost. less than a week. A little like tomorrow. It'll be a week. No, today's. You said it happened on Thursday. Today's that means Monday, it's in bro. Three days. You said Wednesday. That, that would also also been two in two days actually. Yeah. If that was also Evan. The case. Today's Monday. Okay, I'm, last I'm, I'm an idiot, okay? What do you want? <laughs> but, I mean, look, my point is, in less than a week, you basically healed to, like, 80, 85%. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I think, to me, th- this is just my opinion. Um, don't take this as medical advice, anyone who's listening. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Um, but my, my thought is, I just spent a lot of time sleeping and i ate a lot of calories um and i took a quite a few showers over the weekend like just keep yourself clean Mm -hmm. sleep a lot Mm -hmm. get a lot of rest get a lot of food in you Mm -hmm. and i think you're gonna i think that's a great recipe for healing Mm -hmm. don't forget the water yes oh yeah and hydration definitely hydration 
And and support from your friends, right? Yeah, definitely. No, you don't need that. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. No. no. <laughs> um, and and there, there's some other like green stuff that might help, but th- <laughs> that's okay. That's up to you to decide. To decide. Jason, have you had any um, like big situations? Uh, anything you've had to go to the hospital for? What's been your hospital experience that's like? That's a great question, bro. Um, I have never broken a single bone in my body. What? You, never. Wait, you, you've never done like? You, what about like a bad scrape? Have you ever like? Oh yeah, I've done that a lot. Scrape pity. What's like the worst incident you've ever gone into that hospital? affected you directly? Uh, the, a lot of stories from when I was a kid, and I was from Hong Kong. Um, so Hong Kong has a lot of hurricanes. So one such hurricane happened when I was like three years old and we were, I was in the house or whatever and a storm of uh, the category, like f- highest category storm was happening. No right? way. Yeah. And then we lived on the 21st floor, the highest floor in the whole building, right on top of a mountain. Jesus. So basically the wind was very high cause we were high altitude Yeah. and the winds were super strong. And then s- during the storm, the wind knocked over like a glass cabinet. Oh, yeah. And then all the glass was like, like it hit the uh, one of the people in the house, and I I was not hit. But then I wanted to, me being three years old, I went up to the person that was hit, and I was running over, stepping over all the broken glass and stuff. So I cut my foot. So then I had to get stitches on my foot and stuff. Three stitches, I believe, and it's, I'm permanently scarred on my left foot. But nobody really sees it because it's like socked and stuff. Only your uh, your uh, wiki feed account. Uh, only <laughs> your feet. Only 9. your only fans <laughs> on here. No, yeah, only... it'll, it'll be on my wiki feet. Yeah, but no, I I try my best to like not get into like dangerous situations, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because earlier this week I was in a car accident. I got hit rear-ended by this new driver, who instead of braking, like hit the accelerator, and I caught it on my dash cam. Terrible. Yeah. So in the same week, Evan. Went to the hospital and got into a scooter accident, and I also got hit by a uh, rear-ended by a uh, new driver and got in an auto accident. Top 10 uh, scary things that can happen to you. Yeah. I had a near-death experience because after she hit me, like, she was panicking and got out of the car and, like, running through the carpooling in the middle of the freeway, and cars were going by, like, 80 miles an hour. And I pulled her to the side and I was like, yo, what are you doing? Like, it's all good. Like, safety's first. You know, you don't need to panic. I know you got in a car accident, but you're safe. I'm safe. Chill to the side. Don't run through traffic because you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then we just waited for the cops to come close on the freeway and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now my back is hurting. I have to see a chiropractor. Ooh, yeah. It's very important that you see a doctor about that sort of thing. Oh, gosh. I have to go to the wellness center tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Make yep. use of those resources, Jason. Yep. And then they're... With my luck, they're probably going to be closed. It's like, oh, you're going to have to go for a, come back for an appointment. Uh, you do have to call ahead because right now, because of um, COVID, they are only taking appointments. Mm-hmm. So you got to call ahead. But usually they'll have appointments on the same day. Usually. Okay. Yeah. Have you had any other like experiences? Uh, uh, Evan, have you had any experiences like like uh, like that? Um, no, actually the first, this was the first time that I ever broke anything. Um, I was never a risk taking kid. I was always like, I was always an indoor child. I think that's very apparent based on who I am. Um, I was not an outside kid. Um, so I, I never really had a lot of like risky situations growing up. It's not something I did. Um, 
it's part of why I don't do it now. I think it's very interesting, the people who do. Um, I kind of admire them in a way because they're, um, they're brave enough to, to do things that could get them hurt either physically or mentally or socially. They're, you know, they're, they're not afraid to be hurt. And I think that's really impressive because I'm totally afraid to be hurt. What kind of kid do you think I was? Outdoors, indoors? Oh, I think you were an inside kid. You Matthias, played, what about you? You played all the sports. You you played you played <laughs> soccer, indoor soccer, like baseball. Um, yeah. at least gave him a shot. I say I was actually a bit of a both. I'm a hybrid <laughs> for uh, upbringing. So not a sativa. No, not a sativa. <laughs> in terms of upbringing, I'm uh, definitely outdoors. Uh, early parts of childhood, from like seven years old until like eleven, and then afterwards eleven, I started playing like League of Legends and like Call of Duty, and then I became an indoors kid. Mm. Partially because I moved. So then I lost all my outdoor friends. So, but you gained some inside friends. Yeah, online. <laughs> but yeah, being outdoors is fun, though. Uh, Matias, what about you? What What do you guys think I am? I think you were an outside kid. Outside. I was pretty outside kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I was like on the monkey bars. I was doing oh, my I was doing yeah. my thing. I actually like uh, uh, uh like broke uh broke like <laughs> I, I I like broke a uh. Like, it broke a part of me that like now is never gonna get repaired. Uh, through, <laughs> through, through monkey bars. Um, oh yeah, something about being a kid and going to monkey bars. Like, cause you're lighter, you could go on that all day long. You're like literally a monkey. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know those like things that like are, are are like they look like a big giant paperclip. Like, oh like, you yeah, know you slide. Bars? Yeah, you slide on it. Yeah, you slide on it. Wait, what are you, you know, talking like, about? Oh no, I'm talking about I'm talking about the horizontal one that goes up, like up diagonal and then then back down. Like it's like a big giant paper clip. It's like a monkey bar type of thing, uh, but it's just one bar. I don't know, but I, I was that mean kid. the one that looks like a giant staple. Uh, wait, what? The, maybe, what was I saying? Maybe a paper clip. Oh yeah, no, the one that looked like a giant staple. My bad. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like a pull up. Oh, bar I know. Kind of. I think yeah, I know but what it's you like mean. yeah, it's like a pull up bar, but like two your your like yeah. uh, like um like like knees or something you know what i mean okay did you do yeah, that yeah. thing where you would skip two and then you were like oh yeah yeah mm. yeah those are the you, proper monkey bars yeah yeah yeah, yeah those ones are fun those ones are so fun and then if you're really cool you would like hop pull yourself up and then sit on top of the monkey bars were you really cool uh i did that a few times oh yeah I, was, some, I used to be able to do that yeah wow. when you're a kid you could do that that's something that's super unique and you'd only pr- pretty much do that when you're a kid yeah because no. you're not weighing like i could, 150 I could pounds. never do it now no even if like Say that you were in shape or whatever, it's still really hard. Oh, yeah, because I know. Like, it's, it's per- just adult. hard yeah. because you weigh more. Like. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I like did that. I did dodgeball. I did a lot of wall ball as a kid. Did you guys ever have wall ball? We had wall ball. Uh, Foursquare was huge. Tether ball. Of oh, you guys, had, you guys had tether ball. Wait, you don't have tether ball? What? Uh, well, I, I, at elementary school, we, we, they took out like the tetherboard thing. And so they only had like the ball, like they didn't even have like the, like the, the, like the pole that was supposed to hold the tether Dude. and the ball. Uh, so I just ended up playing a lot of volleyball, but like, so we also took that, that ball that we used for tetherball and we made it into a wall ball ball. And, uh, it was, uh, it was so fun. I had a lot of time. I, I had a lot of fun time there. Like we, like I didn't even learn four square until like maybe my high school years. Elementary school is full of like, uh, I didn't see like running on like dead trees and stuff. <laughs> Tetherball is one of those sports, uh, especially in elementary school where it's like a girl could kick your ass in tetherball. You know what I mean? Like fair and square. Um, and it's one of those few, few things where it could happen and you're just like, fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. No gender some- gaps. 
yeah, no gender gaps in your tetherball. Like, it's purely one-on-one. Also, tetherball, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of elementary schools don't have it anymore because it's it causes so many injuries. Like, I've bled, like, blood, sweat, and tears, literally, so much over tetherball. There's, like, a huge... Right, because you're a kid, so your skin is soft. So you're hitting the crap out of that thing. There's, like, a huge rope in the line that, like, gets tangled up, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super dangerous, but it's super fun, People too. used to get bapped in the face yeah. all the time in tetherball. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many kids, like, went to the nurse's office because they got fucking slammed. Yeah. Like, You break your nose. Yeah, <laughs> people would break their noses. People would, like, oh, man. I, I was never a kid who played tetherball because, like... I wasn't about to get fucking slapped in the face by that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, nope. So you're saying you didn't send anyone to the nurse's office? I did not. I was not a kid who sent people to the nurse's office. <laughs> I was a kid who, like, sat. <laughs> <laughs> Read books. Yeah. Went to the library. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was who I was as a kid. Oh, wait. Did, wait, did you? So, that. wait. You were into reading a lot as a kid? Mm. Did you ever go to the Scholastic Book Fair? Oh, oh. I, I loved those. I remember the Scholastic. You guys remember book the Scholastic? Book? You yeah. Could, you could show up with like book twenty. Orders. You could show up with twenty dollars, yes, and you would like come home with a haul. Like, yeah, you would come home with like a whole bunch of shit for like twenty bucks. I remember that. Nowadays, you can't get shit for twenty dollars. Can I say something? I have yeah. to confess something. Okay, please. I what stole from the Scholastic <gasps> Book Fair. You stole. I stole. This is the gr- jail. I stole the Pokemon uh, starter starter book or something like that. This is the Manual. greatest heist of all, of all time. I know, and I just now confess to it. You're like, going to 20 jail, years later, Jason. Uh, Fifteen years. I think later. the statute of limitations got you back. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to jail, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did that when I, in fifth grade. I felt like such a thug. <laughs> yeah, it was like scholastic book fairs, um, book orders. You remember yeah, that? Yep. You remember? You guys remember highlights? Wait, what, what were the highlights? Dude, highlights were like those magazines. Do you guys want to talk about? No. Magic Treehouse? I remember Magic yeah, Treehouse you know, books. I read a lot of Magic Treehouse. I also read a lot of uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not and also oh. Beginner's Book of World Records. Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah. That was such a... It's so interesting that like now we don't think about like what's the world's biggest this or what's the world's most that. Like only when you're people a child only when you really think about that stuff like yeah, people don't give any shit about that anymore everyone just finds all like what they need to find on tiktok no oh i thought i mean i thought you were talking about college students now all college students care about is like if like this girl posted a picture of herself that's hot or not or, or yeah or, like, like what's I, going on in your life it's it's honestly so i prefer the old days <laughs> i feel like people become so much more involved in themselves than what they were when they were kids you know they just a lot of people now just care about like public image and everything like that and i think like that's something social media has done but whereas when we were kids right it's just all about in the moment but I i think like when 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 we were kids we wanted to explore what was outside of our world you know oh yeah and now we're what we're trying to do is explore what's inside of our world and how do i make myself look better in the reputation yeah like i think i think that the idea of like you know external learning and growth is much more uh prevalent when you're a child and the sort of like internal learning and growth is much more so when you're when you're an adult i think you kind of face more of those things as I mean, you get older. I mean, one of my favorite parts of this podcast, it 
it gave me an opportunity and forced myself to learn new things. That's true. That's true. Um, I think I think you you you've learned a lot more than I have. That's for sure. <laughs> did, did you know OBS before uh, starting? Uh, I used to stream a little bit, so yes. But I had to relearn it in a way, and also like re- editing videos and making thumbnails and stuff like that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. and I'm so glad you joined my team because now I have another guy that knows this technology and set up with me. Soon enough, I'll be uh, starting my own stream or something. Who knows? I mean, no, 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 that no. That's not happening. You're, you're, you're with us. There's, <laughs> it's in your contract. You're not leaving. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> so am I only getting a three percent now? <laughs> uh, you'll, well, how much did Elon Musk get? Like nine point seven. He has nine point three percent of the stake in Twitter now. Okay, so that's how much you're getting. Sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why did he buy well, Twitter? Why do you guys think he bought Twitter? Because uh, he uses 3%. it so much. He is such like he's such a heavy user on Twitter, and he's so influential on Twitter. And I feel like he had to leverage that. Like it would be irresponsible of him to not have any control over over a platform that he uses where his influence stems from like nobody would care as much about elon musk if he didn't tweet like i'm i'm gonna be honest like nobody like people don't like jeff bezos people like elon musk you know why because he tweets he makes himself relatable yeah he makes himself relatable this is the platform that he uses for it it's good memes and what's twitter (laughs) <laughs> I think, I don't use here's what i think i think he bought twitter so that he does not get banned or blocked or something like that i you, you think he's that's get par- probably partially yeah. part or suspended of it. yeah to, to protect his his own interests yes to protect the platform very that he smart. uses to, very smart yeah, absolutely very smart for the richest man on earth <laughs> big surprise the richest <laughs> man on earth is, is yeah. a fairly smart guy you know, for us to grow we might have to start a twitter page actually Ew. And you're gonna have to be in charge of that. Why? Do it. Do our listeners you, have? You Twitter? gotta contribute some some way in some <laughs> part. What you want? You want to start posting like uh, shirtless pics on Instagram for us? I start you a wiki feed. Wiki feed. Get our name out there. No, but sure, like I'll, Twitter. I'll, you know, I'll post some shirtless pics on Twitter uh, or on Instagram. Nice. Yeah. That'll that'll get us negative followers. <laughs> um. You guys had some great takes today. You guys uh, talked about a lot. Uh, we're uh, we're kind of cutting close to time. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any final thoughts that you guys had today? Anything else you wanted to leave off on? Um, we're going to be releasing weekly episodes. At least that's the goal. So please follow us. Uh, rate our podcast on Spotify, 5 out of 5 stars. Subscribe on YouTube. Like our videos. Um, watch our clips if you don't have time for the full hour episodes. Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. It's going to take a little bit of time. Once we're on Google, put five stars on that as please, well. Please, please. And yeah. Apple, please. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and everything like that. Evan, any final thoughts? Um, I like those Once we thoughts. sign up for a pa- Once we make a Patreon, sign up for that uh, to support our podcast. Help me, help me buy new headphones. Yeah, and always, guys, <laughs> um, don't don't be afraid to give us feedback on how things we, you liked or did not like. We love feedback. That'll be great. Yeah. Great, guys. All right. Well, um, until next time. Bye, See you guys. everyone. Bye. You can press that record. <laughs>